Welcome back, fans. Uh, we're here with Going Deep, Doc and the Hawk, and Andrew Shetler is going to be joining us for um, forever. Permanently, he's become a real cast member, so uh, welcome to the show, Andrew. Thank you. I'm glad to be finally an official part of this podcast. Officially has been added to the show. Um, I think there was some... Some infighting about that from the Doc. I don't know how he feels, but Doc, how you doing this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great sadness that I must inform you that this will be my final episode of Going Deep with Doc and the Hawk. Why? Unexpected events have transpired since last week, and now Andrew Shuttler finds himself in a permanent position on this podcast. And I'm ashamed to be a part of anything to do involving Andrew Shuttler. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Doc, because I feel we can cohabitate this podcast together in a friendly manner. Normally, I would agree with you. If it was not for your disgusting conduct last week, where you and Commissioner Jake Roberts teamed up against the duck and edited out all of my beautiful contributions to his hot take segment. I know what you did. From what I remember, Doc, you weren't present for that time. That's a goddamn lie. Well, that's one way of looking at it, folks. And uh, yeah, in the studio today, we have one of the most requested guests of all time. A man whose mythos rises above this league. Some would say he's the ultimate villain. Some would say the ultimate champion. Mr. Dale Manning, folks. Welcome to the studio. I'm glad to be here, John. I'm glad to be here. Um, it's, been, it's been a wild journey from the time I won the league to now and... Asterisk. Yeah. And no asterisks in my in my league. And I've just got to say, I, I'm disappointed to see Doc go because you know he's loved. He knows he knows everyone in the NFL. I'm sad too, Dale. And I think John is the Drew Brees of this group. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't just say that. <laughs> what? I, we all know that I don't have a mark on the we're, side of my we're face. One minute <laughs> in. One minute in. Uh, but it's good to be here, and um, I'll be sharing some of my strategies with you and my takes because you know i am the most knowledgeable let's just put it that way and i'd also like to put out an advertisement since the doc is leaving we are looking for another person to join the podcast no one can replace what i bring to this podcast well we have to put it out there anybody listening you're more than welcome to join and apply uh online personally all i want is sound guy keith well sound guy keith is a top option to replace you um i am I do not in any way share the same views as Drew Brees. I want to make that clear. Yeah, for legal reasons, this <laughs> podcast does not back what Dale Manning says. Whatever hey, Drew Brees... What, it, what Dale Manning <laughs> and Drew Brees say, we do not support. All right, don't reverse this on me. Now, uh, the next thing we have coming up here is apparently there is a... Commissioner is going to propose a new policy. A couple new policies. We heard it, about it last week. Um, one of them was going to be sort of a bad trade jar... But we're going to get into that later when we interview Mr. Dale Manning. And the other one is um, the doc had a, a big proposal about FAB, Fantasy Bucks. Well, 
even though I'm not going to be recording this podcast <laughs> from now on, I will be in the league this year. And I will still continue my fight to take the commissionership for the Jinju Bowl. And therefore, ladies and gentlemen, it is with great honor that I announce my first official commissionship policy proposal, which is the following. Moving to a free agent acquisition budget system, i.e. also known as FAB, so that when the waivers go through, you have to pay money for your free agent acquisitions. Seems like this year is a big year for change. Uh, John, can I just yeah, interject jump in. there? And um, I, I appreciate the Doc's input, but he's never been part of this league. So why is, What's he, your point? why is he getting to dictate some league changes it's a fair when, question. when he's never been a member? Because I have the best ideas. Hey, who made this photo? Who, where did you... I don't understand what's happened here. I'm taking over this league. All right. <laughs> and what, what's a fab? It sounds... Uh... Fantasy box. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. You're right. I should have done a better job explaining the system. This is why my idea is the best. Each team, every season, gets allocated a budget to spend on free agent acquisitions, i.e. the waiver wire. And so you can bid for players on the waiver wire. It's not just some order. Mm. There's a process, a bidding process, whereby you can spend your entire budget on, say, George Kittle 2018 to get him off the waiver wire. You're not going to get Kittle off the waiver wire. No, but it was my example. <laughs> From two years ago. Catch up, Andrew. Strike one. <laughs> well, it's an idea. Um, I'm not sure if I support it yet. i got to look into the details. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. This seems like it, this will be a year of change, yeah. 2020, uh, both on the field and off the field. It tickles my taste buds. Um, I'm, I'm happy to say we are moving towards a two-quarterback league. That's happening. Um, you can vote no, but it's, it doesn't matter. There is no democracy. There's here. no. It does. It's, it doesn't seem like it's gonna turn back at this point. It's super flex, like when I take my shirt off. <laughs> well, keep that for the beach. <laughs> now uh, we're gonna get started here with the episode, and the first thing we're gonna do is Dale. We have to review your draft, and we gotta look at some of these picks. They're just I abysmal. I don't get it. Did you review anyone else's draft? We've reviewed everyone's draft. Have so you? Long. Yes. Have you not been watching? I've been watching. Have you been listening? I was listening, but you know. We reviewed well. Andrew. I, I I think you were just too light on the other people. I feel that I have a storm coming. We have way. decided upon a new structure that we're gonna take uh, the review of the draft a bit more seriously than we did in the past two episodes, where we sort of lumped it in with the interview section. We want to separate those two things. Now, um, I've been targeted. Well, you, you're just at, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. You made yourself a target, Dale. Oh, now man. we're looking at Dale is cool 2003. Was that the last time you were cool? It probably was. So I've got to say, I've been cool since then. I'm cool right now. All right. Baby. First pick, David Johnson, trash. Just so everyone remembers, he was in the eighth position, ladies and gentlemen, in a 12-team half PPR league. How did David Johnson do the year before this? Not Great. Right. Sort of. No, he was. He was He's sort injured. of. He, his wrist was broken for the whole season the year before. No, no. The year before this one, he was sort of like not 
great. I think he, he played the whole year, but he wasn't very good. The year before that, he broke his wrist. Mm. Well, um, either way, I thought it was a good pick. And for the first six weeks, he was a top 15 running back. Okay. I just think uh, if you look at the running backs taken after that. There's many better ones. Aaron Jones, Chris, Chris Carson, Carson, Joe Mixon, Todd Gurdy. Zeke, obviously, Zeke that, is, that was because of the holdout. But he, he would not have... To he, me... To me like yeah. whoever passed on Zeke, um, and I'm, a, I'm a, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I'm a Cowboys fan. Let me just let me just pull you into the situation. Zeke is my boy. He's he is literally the only person that I would turn gay for. It is of sad. And when it happened, and I had to pass on him, it was it was bad, man. Anyone who passed on him, based on them thinking he wasn't going to play, he was always going to play. In my opinion. He was pretending to hold out. But James Conner over Ezekiel Elliott, that's something we're going to have to take up with Ian when we get him on here. Oh, he regrets that decision. That, that, I mean, Zeke Elliott in the second round is obscene. You say that, though. If you thought, if you you think he was going to play. I should have picked him at three, right. But in terms of, like, where would I pick him even if I knew that he was holding out for a contract? It would be no later than uh, the fifth or sixth overall pick. But here's the thing, right? This was it. When we picked, this was the pinnacle point of the Zeke who from Jerry. And this was where we thought Zeke was probably going to not come into the season. And Tony Pollard was probably going to be the number one running back. Right. But that's sort of like, you know, with a girl you like. Maybe you're like Zeke who, like, oh, yeah, you know, Minji who or Jiwon who, you know. <laughs> I apologize for the racism that was just displayed. Why are there only Korean girls' names? It's all Drew Brees. It's all Drew Brees. <laughs> how is that racist? Big yellow fever over here. How is that racist? <laughs> all right. Um, so, Dale, I, I do actually like your second pick with Todd Gurley in the second round. Now, I know it didn't end up so well last year but this is a guy that i've had on multiple teams great player last year unfortunately with the offensive line of the rams it was not a good year for todd how do you feel about todd Gurley this year with the move i think it's definitely they they've really invested in Todd Gurley um in the move but i still say there's knee issues there was knee issues going into the season which is why he was in the second round. But um, I picked Todd Gurley over uh, Joe Mixon. But like you also because Joe Mixon's a jabroni. Yeah, I don't like Joe Mixon either. But you did get really good value for Gurley because you traded him draft day to Niku for Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen and Duke Johnson. So At you, the time, Duke Johnson was RB one. So you did get better value for Todd Gurley than where you dra- you you got pretty good value than what you would have had if you had Gurley. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion, Adam Thielen was great all season until he got injured. Yeah, can I interject and uh, just say that maybe a week or two weeks after the draft, Dale sent me a message saying, uh, "You have Ma- Malcolm Brown, who was the backup to Todd Gurley at." Uh, what did you rounds. look through back through your messages? And, uh, and uh, I'll give you anything. If, if you're thinking of trading him, come to me first. I'll give you anything for him. 
Oh, some tacit collusion? Some, yeah, yeah. Some explicit well, collusion? Well, no, just a trade offer. Just a trade offer. We're going to get to more uh, of those sort of things later. Allegations. The, there's a couple collusion. of allegations against Dale Manning about his practices. Let's go to his third pick. Uh, third pick, we have Josh Jacobs. Great pick. Just gloss over it. It's a great pick. He had a good season. Zach Ertz, good pick. But what <laughs> befuddles me is... Mike Williams, I didn't. I had to look at this draft twice to even re- remember who Mike Williams was. As your wide receiver one, it's a rough pick. Uh, all right, all right. Let me just let me give my view. Right, fifth round. You guys are all wide receiver whores. You just you just especially Keith. Um, and by Keith, I mean the doc. It just terrible, terrible. I mean, you just you just gobble them up. They're all gone. Stephen Diggs is gone. Mike Evans is gone. Michael Thomas is gone. Terry Keel. They're all going to go, but Brandon Cooks is gone. I mean, everyone's gone, and by the fifth round, there's no one left. They're, they're gone because you waited until the fifth round. Eh, well, also, it was a strategy. It was a strategy. I'll say this. Some some really good wide receivers went, went after, after Mike yeah. Williams. If we look at them here, Tyler Boyd. DJ, Tyler Boyd was better than Mike Williams. DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. Jarvis Emmanuel Landry, Allen Robinson. Uh, Robinson is probably the biggest one that yeah. was taken by yours truly. Uh, Robbie Anderson, obviously garbage. Emmanuel but, Sanders. Um, there were some other wide receivers taken after or later that were way better than Mike Williams at that point. Yeah. And even if you weren't looking so- towards sort of wide receiver, Miles Sanders was very good, um, and he's going to come up later. Um, and other players... Like, uh, like, of his ilk were still available. Yeah, Miles Sanders. Um, but Miles Sanders, rookie that year. Uh, but, honestly, yeah, a bit honestly, of a risk, bit of a risk. Just, I had no faith in Miles Sanders. He wasn't a, a high, he wasn't a first round running back. And he had three RBs already. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. He's not going to draft another oh, RB. One, one thing we agree with, Doc. But. <laughs> and. Uh-huh. All right, stop yep. kissing you two. Stop we, kissing. We also it'll, have to say that Dale happen. has pioneered. The the draft running backs until they're gone strategy. He went three running backs in a row, which is, in my mind, a bit heavy. But um, would I like, you like to defend that position? In a- I'll defend him. I'll defend him. I love that strategy. And, in fact, I have great respect for Dale as a pioneer for the RB-heavy strategy, especially last year when the, the wide receivers were just so goddamn bad. I well, think it's a great strategy. The top, I'll say this, the top wide receivers last year, yes, they were not, they did not live up to what they thought besides Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. But, and Mike Evans as well. I'll put Mike Evans in that category. He was wide receiver three, I think. But, I mean, you there was much more value in the middle, or like the, the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh for wide receiver this year than there ever has been. And I think that's going to be the, the case for this year going forward it's the future of the nfl that there's so many good wide receivers you can get anybody from the fourth to the seventh to the eighth who's gonna have like who could have a big season you could get deontay johnson in the ninth yeah and he's uh he's he's deontay johnson though the steelers Steelers? wide receiver too he takes he was better performance than juju smith schuster don't get me started two games okay no in the season. Juju. Juju was injured for half the season. Well, that's still statistic. <laughs> Don't argue with me. Going forward, we have Baker Mayfield, which, I mean, like, I was a Baker fan two years ago. This year, I thought he, he'd obviously have a similar year to his rookie year. 
but that he was just bad. Um, but you made up for that a couple of picks later. D.D. Westbrook, you have something for that guy. D.D. He's my boy. Um, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. See, now, him and now K- Quin- Quincy and Nunwa. Yeah, all right, stop there. <laughs> we won't bring up Quincy. Um, D.D. Now, D.D. was touted to be wide receiver one on that team. Unfortunately, Nick Foles broke his arm in the first game. And he was looking good with Didi. He was looking good, strong. There was connection there. Broke his arm. Uh, old mustache boy Gardner came in. Gardner Minshew. And then uh, DJ Chark flew yeah, out of the I, stables. I, I, I don't think it was a question of the quarterback. It was, like you say, DJ Chark. Yeah, DJ, DJ Chark, Chark just was, came out he of nowhere. He came out of nowhere. And he was, that's a, that was a real waiver wire hero. Yeah. Just a um, better player. Yeah. And let's keep looking. This is obviously the one pick that you can say saved. Your pretty draft. much the your, the only pick you made that really was the best pick in the whole draft of everybody. One of the best was the Lamar Jackson, the eighth round. It's the best pick of the whole draft I because he was the MVP. Dale, was it not nice to have Lamar Jackson on your team last year? It was. Just you just pop him in and let him let him play, baby. And I only got that pick because I wanted to annoy the Hawk. I just, I felt the Hawk was boasting about Lamar, how he's going to pick him up in the 10th, 11th round. I was like, that's not going to happen. Not on my watch, baby. I was, I did have a, something of a sweet spot for Lamar Jackson. And I, I still do, of course. Like most people, are, he's going to go in the first round in our league this year. But... Can, I love him so much. I, I gotta wear the jersey. I didn't get a Can chance we? to pick him up. I gotta wear the jersey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Can I ask what uh, what did Lamar do the year before? He got knocked out by the Chargers in the postseason in a miserable performance. He, he, he came in after season. Flacco. Yeah, Flacco. He came yeah. in. Flacco yeah. played for about half the year, and then Lamar. But he was nowhere near as good. He was still pretty good, though. He right. was still a yeah. very productive. Even he was even a productive fantasy player. Not through the air so much. Yeah. But this year he really lit it up. I see somewhat of a small regression backwards I for agree. this year, but I, agree. I mean, this I was disagree. this might be the best. This past year might have been the best year of his career because it was phenomenal. We'll see what happens with look, Hollywood. Look at his backup, RG three. It's going to be the same story as RG three. Not the injury. I'm not. I'm not oh. talking about injuries. I think on this show we're we're not hoping for injuries at all. Of course not. Of course not. And it was. RG3's rookie this season. This is not Ian Atkins' was, show. Was one of the best rookie seasons by a quarterback ever. RG3 was. Oh, I could th- Oh, yeah. I just wanted to kill him. What a knobhead. He came in every time on the fourth quarter. Lamar's just throwing five touchdowns. He's running everywhere. And then all of a sudden, they sub him. No, give me more points. I want more points. I think, actually, the game you're talking about was against me. Yeah. Because, oh, yes. Yeah, it was. Because if Lamar had stayed in and got maybe another 20 yards, you would have beaten me, but they subbed him for Robert Griffin. Because it was such domination from the Ravens last year. <laughs> in that one game, which it, was against someone terrible. In their 14-2 and two franchise record season. Yeah. Well... I think a few people, me included, see them coming off that mark a bit lower. Should we quickly? Uh, let, we, yeah. we, we can ram through the rest. There's yeah. one pick in the rest. Of, there's two picks, that, two things we'd like to talk about. Pretty much John Brown, great pick. Uh, had a, a real resurgence in Buffalo. 
Really good pick. Solid season. For, yeah. for the 13th round, yeah. John Brown is a number one wide re- was a number one wide receiver. Obviously, he's probably going to take more of like a deep ball threat with uh, Diggs coming in. But I don't um, know. he's still going to get his looks. He's still going to get his like his go routes. I, I still see him for like seven touchdowns. Diggs, Diggs is a deep threat as well. I see Diggs more working the yeah, middle, middle and working. No. I, I think I see Diggs in the middle and I see Brown working more it'll, like no, deep I, balls. It'll be Brown is Brown's much fat. I, I think, think they're gonna have like two wideouts. Have like um, Knox, is it the the, the, the tight, tight end? end? Possibly. And then maybe do like a two. Could tight be end set could be something have, like, of a sleeper. Could be yeah. Knox could be something of a sleeper yeah. based on like Brown and Diggs clearing things out for the what, tight end. What about Cole Bleasley? Well, you well, gotta believe in Beasley, he'll 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 but he's always good for like a week if you need. He's yeah. always there for a week if you need. If the Bills are smart, they'll use Diggs and Brown interchangeably in terms of the route tree, because that'll really get defenses guessing. And then, yeah, so great pick in the thirteenth. But uh, the other thing we have to say here, I think this is the last thing we have about your draft is you pick two defenses, the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. I didn't do even you, know that. Do you? He Wish just, you were from Texas. He just loves Texas. No, you I love, love Texas? Them. All my exes come from Texas. So, <laughs> I gotta say, I love Texas. I'm a cowboy through and through, but the Texans have a great D. Cowboys, at that point, great D. It's a, it's just a shame we had a, a terrible offense to start the season, um, and then our our D lost confidence. Well, what, what can we say, ladies and gentlemen? Dale Manning, he just really loves the D in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what they say? Texas always does it bigger, isn't that true? Yeah, that's well, it. I, I don't know. I've never been there, but you gotta go there to I've win it. I've never been to Texas, and I don't know if I ever will. And now, a word from our sponsors: Is your butthole, vaginas, feet, hands, or genital area riddled with warts? Tired of awkward questions from Tinder dates about those oozy <laughs> knobs on your dick stem? Doctor Breen's wart cream is here for you. Slather it all over that special place and you'll be spick and span in no time. Dr. Breen's Wart Cream. For that special someone in your life. Available at all drugstores near you. Tried and tested. Wait, what was the name of that thing again? Dr. Breen's Wart Cream. Noted. Okay, and we're back. Um, NFC East. Two people here are big NFC East people. Myself and uh, Dale Manning, our guest. One-time winner. With an asterisk, but we'll get to that later. Um, Dale is a big Dallas Cowboys fan, kind of like a bit of being like a front-runner in a way. Uh, I'm a big Giants fan, um, as, as the listeners probably know. Now, uh, predictions. So we're going to go through it. Uh, we're going to talk about, like, stars sleepers, busts, and we're going to talk about what we feel is going to happen with each team in this upcoming season. And let's start with your own Dallas Cowboys, Dale. All right, let's do this. So who's your star performer for the Dallas Cowboys this year? Star performer, and I think we can all agree, is Zeke. Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott. I, I think that's all four of us. I agree 100%. Concur. I concur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you do not pick him in the first round, if it comes to you in the, I think. You mean like gonna, you did last year? Second round. All right. All right. Let's, let's put an asterisk on that. All right. Okay. Here we go. So if CMC's off the board, 
Saquon Barkley, in my personal opinion, I'll pick Zeke over Saquon. Whoa. Yeah, wow. I don't think that's that's not the hottest take ever. I think it's Zeke, not a hot take. Well, I mean, if I'm if I'm looking at Zeke's stats, because we've all agreed Zeke is the star. Zeke had eighteen hundred yards and fourteen from touchdowns scrimmage. from scrimmage and fourteen hundred uh, eighteen hundred yards. <laughs> sorry, fourteen touchdowns last season, which is an absurd amount of production. So yeah. it's not that wild of a prediction, in, in my opinion. And he. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's not been injured. Never. Maybe he's had like one game. He's, a, he's he, a beast. He's, he's a beast. He's never missed a game due to injury, only because of off the field incidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's taking steroids in in what's that Mexican place? Cabo. 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 <laughs> all right, let's move on then, because everyone agrees with. Uh, Zeke we all agree star. with. We all agree with Zeke being. Who, who's your sleeper, Dale, for the Dallas Cowboys? Sleeper. Well, we're looking at fantasy here, so. I would say Blake Jarwin. A lot yeah. of people are going to put him down in the list. Yeah, I had. I've done some drafts, and he's he's ending up. He's not even being picked in the first, in fifteen rounds. He's not being picked, and I think he is going to soak up the targets from that Witten had. Witten didn't have many, but the targets he did get, he'll yeah. he'll combine that with what he did. He did three touchdowns last year. Much more athletic than Witten. Some people say he should have started over Witten last oh, definitely. year. He, he was the better player. Yeah. John, Absolutely. who's your sleeper for the Cowboys? Uh, my sleeper for the Cowboys is Tony Pollard, which, I mean, that might be surprising Ooh, yeah. saying that the star is going to be Zeke. But also, like, I think that Zeke, this is what, his fourth season? In the Zeke, who? Zeke who? Zeke who? Zeke who? Zeke, Zeke fifth season in the league? <laughs> so. This is Zeke's fifth season. The way I see it, the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy might start to manage Zeke's carries a bit more and might open up a bit of an opportunity for Pollard, who did show a lot of burst when he played. He got a few touchdowns. Yeah, and he played. He did play fairly well uh, during spells last season. But this is a question that's like put against lots of teams is when you do RBs matter. If you have a good, if you have a good line. It was the same question about James Conner and Le'Veon Bell. So if you have a good line, does the running back even matter? Uh, to a, it definitely does to a point, in my opinion. Because like some running backs can't catch it all. Yeah. So like look at Marlon Mack, never used in the passing game. Could you put him behind offensive lines like the Colts and he'll run really well if they're in a controlled game? Yes. Could you ask him to break an 80-yard touchdown run like Saquon Barkley does? No. Yeah. And I, he's, I mean, Pollard for all, I mean, you say he's going to get used more, and I agree. Just a bit. You know, but this is a sleeper. He's still a handcuff. He's a handcuff yep. running back. And, and if Zeke goes down, which he's probably the least likely to do out of, of the all big, the running backs. Of the big running backs. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've, got, uh, you've got an RB1 without a doubt. Yeah. I agree with that. I'd like to say, uh, before you say, Christian McCaffrey has never missed a game. Yeah, well, of the big running backs, yeah. Zeke and yeah. McCaffrey are probably. I'm not the big, saying I mean, above Zeke. No. Uh, well, you CMC. did. I say one off. One yeah, off. Said, I think he did say one off. You off. can go back, baby. Just go back and listen. You said out of all of them. All right, um, well, before we move on, I have to give you my sleeper for the Dallas Cowboys. What is it, Doc? It's going to be uh, Michael Gallup. Okay. A wide receiver. Right. But is, Dallas Cowboys. Is, is that a sleeper? Is, he, is, he, is it a oh, sleeper? Oh, it's a sleeper. Tenth round pick, and everyone's talking about C.D. Lamb. Now, ladies and gentlemen. 
Is he going in the 10th round? I don't, don't get, think so. No. Don't get me wrong, fifth. ladies and gentlemen. The 5th round for Gallup? What are you smoking? I've sir? seen it. I've seen it. In yeah. in uh, in in a league where two QBs are drafted, I've seen him go in the 5th or 6th. Let me just justify my pick real quick. You alluded earlier to the fact that we have many targets leaving the Dallas Cowboys after Cobb, Tavon Austin leaving... Right? Tavon Austin? I honestly think that Who more cares? targets have come to the Cowboys than have left it. Yes, right? I agree. And I think Michael Gallup can take advantage of this. Now, let me just read you what he did in 2019. 66 targets, 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns for Michael Gallup. It was a great season. That's not much less than Amari Cooper. That's two t- it, touchdowns, and that's it. Totally that's a, a great season from Gallup, but like... He's not a sleeper anymore. People are probably going to yeah. overdraft him, in my opinion. I think C.D. Lamb is the reason why people are hesitant to draft Gallup yeah. this year, and I think that's going to be their downfall because C.D. Lamb is going to take a while to adjust the, to the NFL. Gallup's my man for this The season. dog's okay. diagnosis is good. Okay. I mean, C.D. Lamb comes in, he's going to drop a couple of rounds, but 10th? I don't see. I don't see. If Gallup's going, going to the 10th, yeah, you take a flyer on him, but like... What? Uh, if he's in the tenth round, yeah. Take a flyer on Gallup. You take him, yeah. You take, you him, take him in take the. Him. You take him in the seventh. I think, like you, that he's gonna go much higher. I don't really see Gallup as a sleeper. To me, and this is my opinion, as we move on to the next section, section bust. Gallup is gonna bust this year. He's gonna have a bad year. Not if he's in the tenth round. I think that eleven hundred yards, sixty-six uh, receptions, was it? Um, six TDs. I think with all the new targets, like, Witten was not a threat. Jarwin <laughs> is a legitimate threat. It's frail and old. Um, CeeDee Lamb is maybe the best receiver coming out. going to take there, a while. There's, I don't know if it will, though. Okay, so, yeah. sorry to jump in. I'm just saying CeeDee Lamb came from Alabama, is that yeah, right? I think so, yes. Which is a, an NFL-style offense. Yes. Alabama plays an NFL-style offense. So... When you're talking about like the transition from college to NFL, yeah, I don't, I don't see I think it. I don't see any issue with that. I agree, but they don't play against NFL defenses, and that's where CD Lamb's gonna have to learn the game. But they do because a, a, a lot, a lot of the he's he's what, they're, they're playing to the closest thing to the NFL defenses possible because yeah. he plays in up. the SEC. It's a big step up. Um, my, I'm gonna I, say jump my, in with your bus. I, my, I, I'm my, just oh, sorry. I'm just wanting to jump on that yeah. point. What is CD Lamb? As far as as far as I mean, you guys know your collegial football. He's what out, is he? He's an outside wide receiver, possession wide receiver, big, physical, fast, and good after the. He's catch. a legitimate star. He might have been the best wide receiver in the draft. So we're talking about a John Brown. No, no, no. no. We're talking about uh, more than Cooper. We're talking more like something. Did you just laugh at me, Doc? No, no, no. 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 I heard a snicker. That was a sneeze. We're, people we're, <laughs> compared him to Keenan Allen. Yes. He's more like a Keenan Allen figure. All right. But He's, Keenan Allen came inside a lot. Um, that's what I say. Lamb is very, uh, what's the word? Adjustable, flexible. Yeah, flexible. Yeah. Mm, sounds sexual. So he can play outside, he can play inside. He's not the most um, dominant physically in the draft. But he's a, but he's, he's very sound. Yeah. Everything he does is sound. And he's got, yeah, and he's got that Cowboys attitude. Um, yeah, if his woman has a mobile phone, he just snatch that right out of her hand. But also, Boom. like, this sort of... Versatile. Versatile, versatile. that's there it. Sorry, thank you, Weatherman. The Weatherman, the weatherman from the corner. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, it, it, we're... 
just to continue the wide receiver Cowboys chat, uh, my bust is Cooper. Because judging by where he's going to get drafted, I think he's going to be a bust. I'm ashamed to say that I agree with Andrew Shuttler. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna go too early. I don't know what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. He's in the second round. Yeah. Amari Cooper, he's that's gonna go They have too many weapons too now. Cooper right. is not going to be a wide right. receiver one. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Consensus here. I need a consensus. What round is he going in? Do you, think, do you think realistically right now there's 12 of us, six of us are great, six of us are jabronis. <laughs> what round is someone going to take Cooper in? Uh, the second round. Late second, second round? Yeah, late second, early third. But he should be picked in the middle to late third. Yeah, or fourth. I, I think I think late second, early third is a bargain. I think for his value or where he's uh, drafted, he's going to get yeah, busted. Late, late third, le- I mean, that's up to you. Who do you think is going to be your bust on the Cowboys, by the way? The bust? Yeah, oh, what, what player is going to bust? Against my boys? Yeah, you got to pick one. All right. We'll well, to I got to say, um, I generally believe that if I had to choose one, I mean, I was, fl- I was just, I was, I was tinkering, tinkering between Gallup, who I do appreciate, but I think he's going to have a worse year a lot of because of, because of, yeah, exactly. Lamb, Jarwin. I mean, Jarwin was always there, but Jarwin. They didn't when, play him. Yeah, they exactly. Him. They didn't play him When they start playing him and he's, he's going to He's going to demand targets. My bold prediction, and uh, I think we should move on from the Cowboys hey, after this. I didn't even but say. He, he didn't say his, okay. his oh, sorry, oh, sorry, just sorry. go and pee in a corner, sorry, Andrew. No sorry, one cares. Sorry. But it's connected to Cooper and Lamb, so I just well, want to say it throw quickly. out your, uh, your bust for us, if you don't mind. My bust, if i got to say, it's going to be C.D. Lamb. Okay. And, cool. and I think a lot of people are going to, they expect high expectations from him. They're going to draft him early. And I believe just Gallup and Cooper, they're just going to soak up the targets. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb is just going to come in third place here. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that's fair. He, maybe right. he takes a year to adjust. A lot of great receivers, like, have taken a year to, to adjust. Um, and I think that's all of our busts. So, like, let's move on. Where do you? Where does everybody think the Cowboys are going to finish in the NFC East this year? Second. Second, okay. I actually have them to win the division, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The only reason True. why, my man, Van Der Esch. I can confirm that my newly designed net guard for Van Der Esch is going to improve his next condition and that he's going to destroy all the teams on the defensive end. Doc, Doc, call me, call me ignorant, but what is a net guard? Have you not seen Van Der Esch play? A net guard? I believe it's a neck guard. A neck guard? Oh, okay. What, do you, you not understand English? <laughs> I don't understand fake American. Uh, and and Dale, the, the Doc is speechless now. Dale, where do you think your Cowboys going to finish? I think I know the answer already, but... Uh, I Number one, baby. Number okay. one. And it's not even close. Giants, they suck. And they have Garrett. That's even worse. Oh, Boo Earns. Oh, that's so, terrible. Now, some people would say, and a bunch of cooks in the kitchen, you make a mighty fine stew. And I'm going to say this. The Cowboys have been overblown, and they're like a whale. An old whale. Ready to be harpooned in the Southern Sea. And they're going to come in third this year. And third? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Third. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Place. To who? You don't even have a quarterback. To who? You don't have a quarterback. I mean, that at, sucks. The, at this I agree. moment right now, you have no quarterback. I, no. Not, I, I, even if he comes back, it, who, I don't. You I'm have not a no big quarterback. Friend. This is all who, contingent. Who are you, you putting ahead of the Cowboys? Well, let's find out. Yeah. The Eagles well, and the Giants. Let's find yeah. out.
keto diet. Do you want to look like a Vietnamese hooker? I sure know I do. <laughs> I tried it for two months, and I lost 25 kilograms in two whole months. That is two small children. He love you long time. <laughs> so let's move on to the next team. Let's go on to my Giants, yeah. my boys, the Giants. Um, I think the Giants are going to come in first, so let's get that out of the way. Andrew agrees with me. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're going to do well this season. I have them having a record of 10-6. and six. I think they're going to even get a wild card spot in the playoffs with that record. Okay. And my man Saquon Barkley. Yep. Is what, gonna, are you, what are you thinking? Oh, today? yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I see the Giants doing well with their, with their paper-thin uh, wide receivers that just fall over at any instance. Um, the running back that can barely stand up. Oh, and, my God. And... I, you know, He's a, a, hot, a rookie quarterback that has yet to prove. What? Why did they draft him in the first round? Well, nobody knows, and nobody can say. Well, I'm going to say this right now. If we're talking about statistics, of the 10 top finishes of fantasy of the fantasy season this past year, there's 10, the 10, top 10 finishes per game. Daniel Jones, Russell Wilson, and uh, Deshaun Watson had six of them. So Daniel Jones had two. They each had two. That shows he has the potential. The man's had six touchdown games, five touchdown games. Of course, he was a rookie last year, but he showed a lot of promise. I believe he had 26 touchdown passes, if I'm not mistaken. And he really, I mean, he, he didn't hold on to the football that much. He, uh, he's got to work on that. The line did get better, and I'm gonna, that's the reason why I'm going to make him my star pick for this season in the draft. And I want to know what you guys yeah. think about Daniel it. Jones. I'm going to say, Daniel I Jones. think, okay, so we'll do our sleepers, stars, busts, yeah. and everything. But the Giants overall as a team, I think we're missing the point. They've, for uh, two years, three years now, they've had amazing offensive talent. Amazing offensive talent. But their defense, they just bleed touchdowns. Yeah. And I think they did but improve that this over draft. the past two years and this draft, they've really improved. They got, is it DeAndre McKinney Baker? And McKinney, like, well, DeAndre Baker got arrested, so. Uh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He yeah, might kinda, not be playing. I don't think he's going to be playing anytime soon. And he, he robbed some player. people. He wasn't that bad. Yeah. He did rob some people. We got to wait and see what yeah. happens. But McKinney, uh, <laughs> McKinney was legitimately the best safety in the draft, and they got him in the second round. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was a big pick from Alabama. Is it um, who did who See, was the lineman? The Lawrence? No, not Lawrence. Um, uh, yes, Lawrence was one of the linemen. Yeah. They also like, overpaid for him a bit, I think. Oh no, Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. That's but they it. also have another lineman called Lawrence who they drafted last year, yeah. Dexter Lawrence, yeah. I believe. And I do think that they have kind of done much better on the offensive line. Yeah. Gettleman's made some sound acquisitions. Will Hernandez is one of the best guards in the game. Um, beside him, they picked up the fourth overall pick. They picked up that guy Smith. Let's yeah. see how he does. And another uh, third-round pick, I believe, on the offensive line. I, it is sort of coming into place I, where maybe they're going to be. Big disappointment last year was Nate Solder. Yeah, I think coming from the Patriots, where he did really yeah. well. He was a huge like offensive lineman. Overpaid. They overpaid for overpaid. him, and he really underperformed. Yeah. But yeah, I he, can see it. Yeah, he right. needed some more Solder. That's what he did. He needed to be soldered in there, but he wasn't. And I, I, I gotta say, Giants defense has definitely stepped up um, in terms of the draft this year. They've they've cemented it, and this is where the Cowboys are gonna lack. There was holes. Um, Jones. Yep. 
Byron Jones, but again, he made like almost no interceptions for five years. Yeah, yeah, but but he wasn't it was about interceptions. I'm it, just it, saying it was the defense. It's pass. Just, yeah. That is the argument against him, right? All right, um, so we'll skip. What's the next point here? Um, the next thing that I think we want to jump to is who's your star for the Giants? Um, yeah, and who? Like, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I kind of like discounted. I, I kind of didn't include Barkley because he's the the star of the yeah, NFL, in my Elliot. opinion. But he is going to have a great season. Yeah. So mine was Daniel Jones, like I said. So what about you guys? Daniel, who's your star for the Giants? Star for the Giants. Okay, well, we've got, obviously, Saquon Barkley. A tight end is Evan Engram. Our wide receivers are uh, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayden. And now and, I, uh, Tate. Tate. And Golden, Golden Tate. Tate. Okay, so what we have here is I think the star out of them is Saquon, but if we had to take a second star to this, Evan Engram. And I think he got a bit of, a few injuries last year. He's their tight end one. He is a monster. He is really he good. He's super fast for his weight and but his size. I drafted him, yeah, and he had a great first three games of the season. Until then he got, got injured. injured. Yeah. Andrew, who's your star for the Giants? Uh, uh, Barkley, yeah. But it has to be. I Barkley. mean, yeah, I, I actually, I'm ashamed to say, ladies and gentlemen, one more time, I have to agree with Andrew <laughs> fucking Shuttler. Oh, my God. <laughs> the only reason I really agree with you, though, is I heard Dale Manning that you happen to have a gentleman's agreement with my man, sound guy Keith, about Barkley's season this year. Is that true? I do. I do. What was the agreement? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few too many gin and tonics. Barkley against CMC. Who's going to lead oh, in fantasy points this year? CMC, without a doubt. Well, that's why you're going to lose 50 bucks. 50 bucks? This is the easiest 50 bucks I've ever made. Over the past two seasons that Saquon Barkley has played, I've had him... In both seasons, I love Barkley. He is the most. I mean, CMC. He was. It, he wasn't even there half the season last season. He missed four or five games. Ugh. But he was slow coming back. But Barkley is the most electric player in the NFL. Him and Lamar. Lamar and CMC is close. CMC is uh, close. Different style. But he's white, so doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. All right. All right. That, all that. right. There, Drew Brees. And with that hot take, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to our sleepers yeah. for the Giants. Oh, Andrew no. Shuttler, who do you got? I'll go uh, Daniel Jones. You put star. I Daniel put him Jones, as a star. I yeah. put him as a sleeper. He had a very good. He's he, a sleeper. He he played thirteen yeah. games and he did have In, a very good season last yeah. year. If you just look at his stats, I mean, he turned the ball over a good amount, but he's a rookie. Like he is a rookie under a bad uh, be, behind a bad offensive line. And he still showed a lot of promise. Like fumbling, so like fumbling is it's fixable. Exactly, it's fixable. Yeah, and like it's yeah. fixable if you fix the line. It's not and an you're issue not with Daniel hit. Jones's play. And it, if you're not getting blasted from behind, yeah. <laughs> in, in, in Andrew knows all that, about that. In terms well, of the, well, in terms that a few people here might know about. <laughs> what are you insinuating, Weatherman? You got. <laughs> um, well, the laugh says it all, folks. Sleeper, yeah, Daniel Jones, I agree with that 100%. Um, it, my he... sleeper, uh, Darius Slayton. I don't know he if has... he is a sleeper, though. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. He's, okay. he's their wide receiver one. I, I oh, see him as the wide check. receiver one, but if I looked at his... If I look at his stats from last year, okay, 740 yards, that's nothing to write home about, but eight touchdowns, that's tied for ninth in the league. Yeah. Um, he... He has potential 
on the deep ball and when he, he, he has good catch and run potential. And that's where I see him taking over the role from Sterling Shepard. I think Sterling Shepard is a bit fragile. Yeah, he gets um, He missed six games last <laughs> year. Um, I, I see Slayton being kind of a good pick at about round seven or eight. I, I agree 100%. He is also my sleeper. Yeah, Dale, do you have a sleeper for the Giants? Now, I don't want to... I'm a bit of a feminist, so I don't want to call um, Sterling Shepard a woman. But, I must say, he is paper thin. I mean, the guy just, just breaks everything and, and just... He's never, just never there. He's just never in the Giants lineup. So... I would like to say Darius Slayton, but I truly believe that Evan Ingram is going to take those touchdowns away Possibly, from yeah. Darius Slayton. So I can't say that he's my sleeper. The if, thing about Ingram is if is he stays healthy, Ingram if he stays healthy, he's probably a top three uh, tight end in the league. He's he's probably right behind Kittle and Kelsey, yeah. and he's probably third. He's probably the third best tight end in the league. If I, he's healthy for sixteen games. I think if he's taking advantage of this coronavirus push off like James Conner with his back muscles. Got all ripped up. Oh yeah, you can lift Got the world. It's like Atlas, baby. And um I think if he can do that, if he has done that, then yes. But Darius Slayton to me is not a sleeper. I genuinely good believe pick, maybe. You yeah. think Slayton's a good pick, maybe? Right Slayton's a good pick. I would, I would, I would take him in like the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. Okay, all right. That's I would cheap. definitely. I'm going to. That would be very cheap if you had Slayton. Who I, I think if you got him in the thirteenth, that'd be a John Brown pick. From that last year. would be a huge bargain mm-hmm. given his touchdown. Like, because we know Daniel Jones will probably throw a good amount of touchdowns. All right, let's move on to um, uh, bust. Then. Bust. I think. Uh, I mean, what, well, well, this moves what, in really nicely for me because I think my bust is Evan Ingram. And the only okay. reason is because Injuries. he can't stay yeah, healthy. He can't, he stay, can't stay on the field. Mm-hmm. I agree. If he was on the field, he'd be great. But this poor man is, is not able to stay healthy. Doc, I just want to say so I had Ingram as well, so we agree on that as well. God damn it. It seems like the both of you have a lot in common. And I, I do think you both got to start maybe opening up to each other. I've never had a problem with the Doc. I've had problems yeah. from you from the beginning. I've never had a problem with either of you, and I can... I can say that I think you work well together. It's like an STD. You just got to know it's there. All right, who's your who's your bust? Who's your bust, Dale? God damn it. Who's your bust for this? Let's move Giants. on. The, the, the bust, the bust for the Giants, I'm going to say right here is Daniel Jones. And I, I, I say Daniel Jones because I truly believe he looks startled. He looks like a deer between the headlights. He looks exactly like Eli Manning. He just looks startled and if, he they, won, if a and, pass rusher is coming and at him. Eli Manning looked whatever he looked like, and he won two Super Bowls. Yeah, but... He, and he won two Super Bowls. How many of the Cowboys win at that time? With a Giants defense that is was phenomenal. But the biggest plays of those Super Bowls came from the arm of Eli Manning. Yeah, he just threw him and just I prayed to God they that they landed. came from the crazy helmet catches. Yeah. That came from the arm of Eli Manning. All right, let's move, let's move on. Andrew, who's your bust? Uh, we agree. Well, you agree? Evan Ingram. Yeah. I think it. we should move on to the next well, team. I, I'll and just, wait, wait, let me just check my... Your bust was Daniel Jones. Mine mm-hmm. is going to be... I think I touched on this before, uh, Sterling Shepard. Yeah. I think, like, he had a chance to become the number one this past season, and uh, he just couldn't stay on the field. Uh, unfortunately, I, I believe that... If there is a dominant wide receiver on the team, he is a very good number two, and he should be drafted as a number two if 
somehow Slayton emerges mm. as the number one. I think Slayton's number one. Yeah, if he if if he emerges and he's playing really like a number one, Sterling Shepard is so solid in terms of receptions. Yeah. All right, nice. Let's move on to the Eagles and let's Eagles. make this a rapid fire yeah, let's round. Let's do quick Eagles, Redskins. All right, so let's see. Uh, <laughs> Redskins is rapid. Let's do fire. just star, bust. And sleeper. I think yeah, we, we straight can, away just no analysis. Let's just just list the sure? names. Maybe we should just not an, like analyze the the Redskins. Well, they're not gonna take long. Okay. Andrew Shuttler, who's your star <laughs> sleeper and bust? Star Sanders. Agreed. Sleeper Jalen Rager, and bust Ertz. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I agree with you, Andrew. Star Sanders. Uh, he had 1,300 yards, six touchdowns last year. Yeah. Seemed quiet, but he was actually pretty explosive. Um, sleeper Wentz. He's the one of the quarterbacks who you can get really late in the draft, and who could finish top five. And bust is gonna be every wide receiver, wide receiver on the Eagles. They're too old. Uh, they're all pushing about 35, 33, and there's no real anybody there who's going to really matter. All right, Dale Manning, who's your star sleeper bust for the Philadelphia Eagles? Star, I've got to say, is I'm, I'm pained to say it, but it is Carson Wentz. He's a great quarterback. I believed in him, and when he had that injury uh, last year, it was unfortunate. He was doing really well. Um, but... With the sleep, with the sleeper, I would say with you guys, Jalen Rieger, because as John said, the rest of the running backs are complete shite. Now, when we look at um, Ashlyn Jeffrey, the guy is just dead. He's old. I mean, he's, old. he's dead. He's, old. he's crossing the road. I wouldn't even break. Hell of a I great, wouldn't even break. Honestly, a really good player throughout his career, but he's just too old at this point. All right, and any sleeper for the. Uh... The Eagles? Bust, bust. Any bust? Yeah. Any bust? Um, well, other than Nashville and Jeffrey, I'm going to have to say they did the, the San Francisco Bills running back, um, Carlos Hyde. Oh. He no. went to the Eagles, right? Did no, he went to so. uh, some other team. Be prepared! <laughs> I am prepared. I'm telling you. All right, it's, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to skip out on it. Yeah. Doc, very edit, quickly. Edit. Very, very quick. No, we're not editing that. Keith, Keith, don't Keith. cut it. Keith. Don't cut it. Keith, take your hands out of your pants. Yeah, Keith, you bastard. <laughs> All right. Masturbating. All right, so the star, Miles Sanders, bust, Carson Wentz. I'm sorry, but he just, he has no vision in the pocket, I and see. that's why he keeps getting But you got to see the upside. He does have upside, though. He just it doesn't realize when defenders are coming to sack him. He doesn't get it. I believe he has the upside to be a top five. And my sleeper is go dare. Go dare. Go dare. Oh, oh, oh Goddard. That's Goddard. No, 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 you're mispronouncing it, John. Go dare. Well, Zach Ertz is the man. Zach Ertz is the man, but if he goes down like he did at the end of the season last year, at 29 years old, I think my man go dare. Doc, this is, I think, us agreeing. I had bu uh, my bust as Ertz because I think go dare is really going to come, come along this year. Wow. God damn it. Well... They say that people come together in the strangest of ways. And, Should um, we? So now we're gonna we're gonna uh, quickly do the the thirty Redskins? seconds Redskins. Yeah, yeah, thirty seconds. Yeah. Thirty seconds Redskins. They're easily the shittest team oh. in existence. Oh. Maybe Terrible. in the league. In the um, Niku, this this bit's for you oh, because absolutely. we know you're a big Redskins fan. We know you're listening, and we just want to say your team is fucking horrible. Oh, <laughs> man. 
Adrian uh, Peterson as your RB1? There's Come literal, on. Okay, we can all agree that there's one player you draft in the Redskins, and it's McLaurin. Yeah. So Besides that, we can literally just... Don't don't draft any. Pass the rest of it. Okay, yeah. I am just going to quickly say a possible sleeper, Antonio Gibson. The running back that they drafted in the third round, I believe. Early third. Yeah, he's... That is meant to be one of the craziest athletes in the draft. So, possible. Possible. I I, I would agree with that, Andrew Shuttler, if it was not for the complete mess that is the Redskins' backfield. We obviously have Geis, who's technically the RB1. We got Peterson, and then they acquired both uh, McKissick and... Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber in free agency. So, it's a complete mess. Who knows? I just want to say McKissick is one of the best running backs I've seen. He, in terms of, in terms of uh, a receiving running back, he is phenomenal. When he was at the Lions, the few he played was amazing. Well, I think you've had too much. I think deal. I think that that view is not shared by the rest of yeah, us. Disagree. But I'm gonna say this about the Redskins: if you like to wallow in shit with the pigs and find a, a token truffle from now and again, that's picking Redskin players. They're all garbage in this fantasy season. And, and racist. Yeah, I mean, they put a, it on their Twitter feed. They put up, they put up like a the 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 blackout Tuesday photo, and their name is the Redskins. Change your name. Get woke. And now it's time for. The most requested section of our uh, of our show, the interview round, where we sort of we get a chance to grill our guest. And uh, Dale, I hope you're ready for the fire. I'm ready to go, baby. Uh, so Suck ha- it to me. So we have a round. Would you rather? It's a new round, and we're gonna be shooting some questions at you. I think we have three or four questions for you. So the first question comes from the doc, I believe. That's true, and I have a, a personal question for you, uh, Dale. Are you ready? I'll bring it on, big boy. Would you rather keep Dak Prescott at quarterback or that or trade for Kirk Cousins? Oh man, Kirk Cousins is the bomb. Really? I tell you, Kirk Cousins. Big change. Kirk Cousins. He doesn't move. He doesn't use his legs a lot, but the guy has awareness. I mean, all I see from Dak every time I watch the Cowboys is, "Shall I pass? Shall I pass? Shall I pass?" And he doesn't pass. He's a complete jabroni. Do you think he's asking for too much money? Uh, too much money. He wants to be the he wants to be the QB one in terms of payment. He is the biggest ass in this world. Okay. There is. I mean, I also agree with you. I think that. I mean, the offer seems to be, from what all people are saying, is 35, 36 million. Oh, but that's stupid. Honestly, in this time, in this environment, for him to say no to that, mm. and I mean, he's not worth that. He's, I mean, that's worth more than Russell Wilson, and I, I rank Russell Wilson higher than Dak Prescott. He's a bread taker. He takes bread from his other players' mouths, and that is a son of a bitch right there. Right. You can't take bread from another man's mouth. That's true. Any other questions, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, well, Mr. I got, oh, Mr. I, John I, I'll jump in here with, it's a bit of a hot one. Now, this one might be offensive to you listeners, so tuck your babies into bed, kiss your wives goodnight, and turn the stereo up. Would you rather board Nico for a week or 
Go on a date with Mike Ruiz and have to put out. <laughs> oh, Mike. That's you, spicy. You, What's your pick? You got two picks. Spicy okay. enchilada, Mike. You gotta you gotta board Nico or you gotta uh you gotta go out with Mike and put out. I'll take the thousand dollar bill for 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 Nico. <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta say, as much as I like Mike and I do love him, I just I just can't imagine bending <laughs> over and taking it for the team. I just can't. Appa- I've got a fragile ass. Well, Apparently you, Mike you... puts out on every date. Yeah. Oh! Also, you—it didn't have to be. You know, you didn't also have to bend over for him. But anyway, if I if I can be the giver, I'm also just talking about maybe a kiss, maybe a French kiss. And I—I'll take—I'll take—I'll take the chance. It's almost a guarantee that Nico's gonna throw up. Do you still have that sofa? (laughs) Where Where is is the the sofa? sofa The sofa is. We have to bring this up. The sofa is Steve Smith's house. Probably (laughs) part. Wait, what happened with the sofa? What happened with the sofa? Where is the sofa? The doc doesn't know shit about this. Nobody knows. What happened? The sofa is okay. So he comes in three in the morning or four in the morning. Could be any time in the morning. He's completely drunk. I made the bed for him in my spare room. He he sits on the sofa. He throws up, and then he apologized, right? No, no, he didn't. No? He just got up and he walked away. Oh my god! I'll say this. I I no hold on. I gotta okay. say this. The guy the guy panicked. He panicked. <laughs> he made a rash decision, and he and he bolted. And if he could do it again, I'm sure he would come back in time and and, and mend things. But we yeah. all panic in certain situations. I think he would have he would have played that much different because Drew, the, the Drew, Drew Brees panicked, and now he had to make an apology. And now Drew Brees is probably gonna have to retire. Are you comparing Nico to Drew Brees? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Similar situation. Yeah. Okay. I'll say this: there is something about Dale's house that causes some sort of havoc every time draft year happens. Whether it's the commissioner, oh my word, spilling whiskey all over the place in his dare I say euphoria? It it is euphoria. Two hundred and fifty dollar Oakwood TV cabinet. And he just knocks a, J- okay. a Jack Daniels. I, I have a final would you rather for you. Okay. Would you rather you, Dale, this is for you. Yeah. Would you rather you leave the league and the group chat or mm. Lexi joins the league and the group chat? No, would I rather leave it or Lexi join it? Yes. Yeah. I don't understand the question. If so I, it would, you so and Lexi would be in it be together, oh, together, or you, you leave. Oh, I leave. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. not even close. And you heard it here first, folks. I knew the answer before I asked uh, the question. I said, <laughs> the woman, the woman's on me nineteen hours a day. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. Sounds hot. John, so you got something for us? Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to keep this conversation going. Uh, we're happy to have Dale Manning here, by the way, Dale Manning. Uh, one, a one-time, yeah, big-time, <laughs> one-time winner, but with an asterisk because uh, that defensive player bullshit season was garbage. Sean Lee. Um, I did not vote on that. I did not get a vote on that, and that's an issue I have with the last commissioner. I don't know if it was Lucas or Andrew, but that's a personal vendetta I'm going to have to pay one day. Now, Dale, um, so we've cut through a bunch of things. How do you respond to allegations that you have been offering money for players. 
It's frivolous. It's frivolous. I'll tell you, and this is this is from the heart. I have more money than all of you fools. Not and, true. I'm a doctor guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot tell you. I like this. I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm not gonna pay for someone. I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars. I'm not gonna cheat. I don't care. Okay, well, let me press you on the issue. What about these 3 a.m., 4 a.m. drunken messages asking for players, hoping that a, a weak player, a weak-minded individual who can't spring awake in the middle of the night, accepts it on accident? Stre- strategic. Predatory. Predatory trading. That's Very it. And, now the commish, and, I'm a and I want to say this. The commish came down hard against that last week. The commish came on and he said... If there are any unfair trading practices, you are going to be fined 5,000 won per unfair offer. How do, how do you feel about that? Well, I'm like a pair of Adidas shoes. I'm a predator, and I'll tell you this. I will come at you. I will come at you with all fingernails armed. So you're saying you're happy to pay the fines? I'll pay the fines. I Because it's fair. It's fair play. If you're, if you're such... A jabroni that you can't even you can't even hold on to your players, then you deserve to lose them. You deserve to be a complete loser. All right, and I a, will piss on your parade. Well, it sounds like you'd fit right in in Wall Street, Dale Manning. Holy I shit! Am. I got I'm, one more question for you, Dale. All right. It's a would you rather? Would you rather have the 2020 Ginger Bowl draft in your house or Sound Guy Keith's beautiful studio apartment? <laughs> This is kind of a hot question. It's coming up. Okay, okay. I ask you. Define beautiful. Because what I'm seeing right now is is third world. But what we're saying is pretty much after the dilemma, the dilemma, the destruction that was Niku last year. Are you gonna are you gonna take that risk? Are you gonna host the draft again? Because like we are happy at um I believe we're we're in the guest house right now. We're happy to, to host it here, but if this all is contingent mm. upon your answer. Hey, look, I and I, I've said this once before. I'm happy to have Nico back in my house. There's well, no there's fucking, no hard feelings. Let's clap there's that no up. That's, that's a fucking thing to clap up. We He's like a good that. guy and Honestly I think Niku Niku come on back. He yeah, panicked, he panicked and I think it was a bit of a you know Come on back, Nico. We we're, we're all bigger than that. And he is too, and we will come back and just to laugh about it. And he's it. coming back in a week, and he's coming back a changed man to the draft. I feel, he's coming I feel on like this podcast. I feel like it. He's, he's coming, coming on, on the, the podcast. podcast. Uh, well, well, he might not Where be. Is he? He's in South Africa. Don't tell him. Yeah. Well, he might not be. Well, he might be coming back more like three weeks after quarantine. But this leads us to our next question. I mean. Right, is there anything you want to ask us as a host? You can you can shoot host? any questions. You okay, got. okay. I mean, why do you even keep Andrew around in this podcast? That's what I've been asking the I, entire time, Dale Manic. Do you want to join the podcast permanently? I'd say I'd this. Over Andrew anyway. has yeah. been on Tinder for about forty minutes now, <laughs> and he's been swiping right and left in the corner. Yeah. No and shame. Not really into the podcast it's because it's all men. I mean, I, I'm not really sure why. It's grinder. Not Tinder. <laughs> but he hasn't really voiced his opinion this week. Last week, and he was a, a staunch person in the middle. 
Uh, that's the person I want to see. That's the person I kind of fought for to be on the podcast. So he hasn't got a voice, and well, and, and I say I say that not in a way to dehumanize him, but he's not human. He's not even close. Uh, if I threw a garbage can on the ground, a what can? A garbage can. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, American or something. Where are you from, then? Uh, all right, all right, all right. He's Let's from the down. goddamn greatest land in the whole history of lands. All right, Andrew Shelley, you got one more question? Um, I don't have a question. <laughs> I have a statement. And I'd just like to say that, Doc, I thought we were really getting on this It podcast. seemed like you guys were yeah. fairly um, in tune. Yeah. This is my last show. However, you really just came at me then. Um, Dale, I don't know where this animosity came from. I don't know. I listened to the first two podcasts. I thought you were just pissing in the corner. You... Uh, in the your comments about the last podcast, you gave me some glowing reports for my input. No, I um, I said you interrupted everyone in in quick speed. Agreed. I loved yeah, it. You, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed your your comments on myself. Um, I did, however, this week just tone it back a little bit. Let other people speak a bit more. Hey, let Good your decision. let your freak flag fly, brother. All right, we got before we wrap this up. Do we have an input from the uh, our special guest, the weatherman? The weatherman. The weatherman. Weatherman. Uh, so the weatherman uh, is here to give you the the forecast for the coming week. I've got, I, I've got a bit of a sniffles actually. I think of um, I've lost my sense of smell. Oh well, is that something that's normal? Well, I mean, I, I was looking at it on the interweb there, and um, I, I got a bit of a temperature as well. You know, uh, I think well, I, I think, think I might, might be coming down with the old uh, COVID nineteen. You know. Well. well Get the fuck out there. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> oh, well, all right, well, actually, I do have some hydrochloroquine right now, so here you go, Weatherman. Oh, thank you very much. I'm sure that'll do me some good. Anyway, getting to the weather report, there's record levels of pollen today, and combined with astronomical micro-dust levels, a huge cloud is going to black out the sun by noon. But in the early afternoon, things will clear up and we can have bright skies for a glorious afternoon of Pims and Cricket on the Village Green. Well, Weatherman, I'm a bit worried about my weekend plans because I'm heading a bit further south, you understand? And it's going to be a bit rainy there and I just don't have the money to change my tires. Funny you should say that, John. Uh, I've been I've been selling some remolded tires recently at forty percent of the price of a new tire. Remolded, you say? Yes, it's safe and it's very cheap. Well, are you the type of man that wears shoes two sizes too small? Are you a cheap piece of shit? Buy some remolded tires from Kevin McGarrity. Remolded tires, sold wherever the fuck you find them. Now, on to our next advert from Andrew Shatner. Are you feeling lonely? Lockdown getting you sad? Here, at FC Sex Dolls, we have the answer to your dreams. Models available for all sizes and fetishes. Go to www.lonelyguys.com and use the code MAGARITY to get 15% off your next order. Well, that's something to think about. Um, now, Dale, like, we want to know, who are you going to nominate next week? Well, 
I'll nominate the one and only, the the winner of last year's league. That would be Brian. Big time, big yeah. time nomination. Yeah, like, like All right, Brian, no. you've been warned. Uh, prepare yourself, um, and we'll see you next week. That's it for us here, and we want to say thank you to Dale Manning for coming in. You are very welcome. It has been a pleasure. I loved listening to all of you and listening to Andrew Piss in the Corner. Uh, and thank you to the doc. Thank you to Andrew. I mean, it's my last time, ladies and gentlemen, but I, I just want to say it's been a great ride. Uh, can I just have a couple of parting words? Uh, doc, I feel that we really connected this week, and so I would be really disappointed if you don't return for the next week's episode. You're going to be disappointed, kid. Well, it seems like disappointment abound, but I, I, if I had a hunch, I think the doc will be back. He'll be back. And... Um, to all you out there listening, why don't you take a nice bottle of milk, rub it all over yourself. Afterwards, think about what you've done with your life. And keep on going deep.